rolling. Let's uh, play the hook. It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Fuckers! <laughs> Easter whatever man podcast. <laughs> Me amo choke. It's my job. Shit! The fuck is going on? Whatever man podcast, Chuck. John. How fuck y'all doing? Just got my first bowl of manudo of the year. It's delicious. All right there. Mm. So yeah, we back. Second episode of the year. This is actually episode fifty two. I don't know why the fuck I kept saying last episode was episode fifty two. It was fifty one. Whatever. I was drinking. I lost count. Mm. What happens? But this is actually episode 52. Uh, try something a little different. Do the shout outs at the beginning of the podcast because I always forget everybody at the end because, well, I'll be drunk. So, <laughs> hey. Um, so, yeah, shout out to the Potten family, Pod Squad. We all win. All you motherfuckers. Go listen to a podcast. Find one on Twitter. You know, the usual. Uh, shout out to uh, some personal friends. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. And of course, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Uh, use the promo code whatever man and get 10% off all your purchases. Uh, you can go to their website, which uh, I believe is hooksrubs.com. Uh, you can also go to their Etsy and buy directly from there, which is hooksrubsandspices.etsy.com. Uh, check our website. There's a link there. You click the link. It automatically sends you to the page. You already got your 10% off. Just do your purchasing there. Uh, shout out to Random Ramblers and Rob, who's also a part of the Hooks Rose family. Uh, shout out to what is TWS, uh, Jared and Rich. What to? It's not Jared. It's just. No, it is. We got the same name. <laughs> I'm, I'm tripping. But yeah, shout out to all of them. Uh, you know, fuck with your boys. Um, and yeah. It's enough of that shit. You got any shout outs? Anybody you want to mention? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's just get to the shit. Um, so. Oh, shit. What the fuck was that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like my body took getting to the shits was the wrong way. <laughs> God damn. Really? You, you ain't nowhere near the torch, huh? Okay. Uh, you say so. But yeah. Um, so, being the person that I am and being the one that does most of the social media for the podcast, I'm on the internet a lot. I'm on social media a lot. Specifically Twitter and Instagram because that's just the easiest. It's always on my phone and I'm there. And uh, first, shout out to Killer Mike. Killer Mike doing big shit out here. 
right? And uh, I've been a fan of Killer Mike for a long fucking time. I've been a Killer Mike, been, been a Killer Mike fan since, well, fuck, since he was with Dungeon Family. Mm-hmm. Right, action, fucking rap music, all them albums. Big fan of Run the Jewels. Also a fan of LP previous to all of that shit, right? Because I was a, I loved all that Def Juke shit. You know, fucking even back to his fucking Rocket Rockets days with a uh, company flow and all the motherfuckers. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of both of them, but Mike in particular is doing some big shit. He got that fucking Netflix series on uh, uh, called Trigger Warning. Great series, really easy to get through. It's only six episodes. The episodes only thirty minutes long. It takes you about three hours in the city. What was the deal about him and that religion in that series? Oh, um, because I, I saw him on uh, I think it was late night. He was talking about it. Yeah, so the religion was more so um, a thing to basically show how some preachers are scamming people or um, how changing the image of Jesus affected colonization of places, Mm -hmm. right? White people come in. They show you a white savior. Mm. You raise your kids to believe, hey, white people are closer to God than you are. All that shit, right? And the religion wasn't necessarily about making somebody on earth God. or It's about people seeing the divinity or the godliness in themselves instead of looking for it outside and outside sources. Mm. That was the main purpose of the episode. They just had to find a way to make it entertaining. So he used his friend and he goes to the strip club with all the time as the Jesus figure, as a Messiah figure. Right. And and he explains this because he's been on fucking a ton of fucking interviews. He did Rogan's podcast, which was a fucking great. It's one of the best Joe Rogan podcasts I've listened to in a long time. I like Mike Tyson. The one with Mike Tyson. No, I like the Mike one, too. I'm not saying that one is better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying it's one of the better ones I've yeah. listened to in a long time. The Mike Tyson one was good. I, I actually watched the Mike Tyson one on YouTube. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Mike's fucking crazy. I love Mike Tyson. This is, that's, a, that's, a, that's a wild dude. But he, he calmed straight the fuck down. Man. No, I know he. I know he calmed down. That's that's what I'm just talking like, like because you know growing up watching him in the ring and shit. Like to think that he was even crazier outside of the ring. <laughs> That was a wild nigga. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's he's mellowed out a lot. He got his weed business going on. He's doing, you know, he's doing well for himself. I'm 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 really proud of Mike. Yeah, really proud of the person that Mike became. Right, um, and I'm really proud of the person that Killer Mike is. But going down this rabbit hole because Mike is super pro black always been that and if you if you just now realize this because he's becoming more famous now that means you never listen to Killer Mike's music and and he loves guns and he loves strip clubs and he loves weed all of it is all in his music uh, and I happen to like a lot of the shit that Mike likes because I love strip clubs I love guns and I love weed but it made me realize something. I am not as pro-black as I thought 
Like, I I was raised, because, you know, my dad's from the 70s. He, you know, did some shit with the Panthers. My mom comes from a, like, upper-middle-class black family. They all own businesses. They were from that, like, that whole, you know, when you went to the grocery store, it was a black grocery store. When you went to the dry cleaners, it was a black dry cleaners. When you went to the club, it was a black-owned club. That was my mom. Like, both her grandmothers owned the clubs in Port Arthur. Owned the two biggest clubs in Port Arthur at the time. So... Like, I come from that. And when I, like, I was raised in that pro-black shit. But for me, it was mostly about my family. So I'm more pro-my family than I am pro-black. Because it's something that I realized. Most of the people I don't like are black. And it's not because I don't like black people. It's because that's mostly who I've been around. So most of the people I like are also black. But most of the people that I fucking cannot stand that I just don't vibe with, like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really like you niggas. <laughs> and I realized that reading through all of these fucking comments and all this other shit, and the people who hate black people the most are the black people. But they swear to God they're the most pro-black people in the world. So I don't understand it. This is what I'm dealing with at work. There's a bunch of ghetto ass black women working there. Just hood. Okay. But they too old to be talking and acting the way they're acting. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here, you know, I, I go to work early so I can eat, you know, but I'm just listening to it. Uh, say, for instance, uh, I come into work and then my tire goes out. This black woman. How does she say it? How, how, how are you going to come up, come, come to work and your fly gonna be tight. I mean, be flat. It's like, bitch, didn't you fucking hear? I didn't say it, but in my head, it's different. You know, me thinking it. Mm-hmm. So didn't you fucking hear what I fucking said when I came came in here? I pulled into work, I backed up, boom, my tire goes out. Well, how the hell does that happen? It's. I'm 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 explaining I'm saying a whole lot of shit wrong, but people like that I tend not to want to have anything to do with because they they sound ignorant. All right. Uh I I wish I had better examples than that well, right there. So what I'm getting from it is it's not necessarily you're upset with the woman because she's a black woman. You're upset with her because she's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got that. going to say, Jeremy, what are you eating? Quesadillas. Quesadillas? What? what? Quesadillas. What did what, what, you just say? No, no, I, I get it. I get it. It's just like people who continually mispronounce people's names after they've explained to them how to pronounce it. Yeah. Like, to me, that shit bothers me more than anything in the world. Because people act like it's that hard to pronounce somebody's fucking name correctly. It is not. 
It's not Gwen. It's Naguyan. It's not that. It's Win. I can't say that. So you can't say they went. They're going to win a football game. You can say it. You just don't want to say it. Win. Not that fucking hard. Yeah, it's spelled weird. If you're an English speaker. But once they explain to you, no, that's not how you say it. You say it like this. Make the effort. Like, make the effort to learn. Oh, I like them quesadillos. No, sir. That's not how you say it. You say it like this. Well, I don't speak Spanish. Well, nigga, you eating it. What are you? Like, <laughs> I don't speak Spanish either, but I know how to say quesadilla. Yeah. I know not to say quesadilla. Yeah. Look, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Shut the fuck up. And this is the thing. is Yeah, everybody has a problem with ignorance. But I have a problem with the hypocrisy of pro... Like, people who are so pro-black that they kind of anti-black because they feel like they have the only valid definition of what black is. Mona is that way. Like, don't... You know, because they the first people to be like... When somebody black does something good, the mm. first motherfuckers to say mm. some shit is the super pro black motherfucker. Mm. Well, put him down. He he just taking crumbs off the white man's table. Like, shut the fuck up, nigga. You work with me. We both get paid by a white dude. Like, shut the fuck up. What the fuck are you talking about? Because I, I think they said something about um. Soldier Boy. How, you know, he wants to be an entrepreneur and all this. and Well, he is an entrepreneur. And he, I can't remember what I saw, but... Yeah, what they were saying, why do you have so many businesses or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, when he was doing the video game thing. And the thing is, is that... Look, it may be stupid, and but I, at least I, he's trying. Well, he no, there. it is not money. stupid. Some of the shit he did, I don't... Well, no, 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 I'm not talking about... His his antics. Soulja yeah. Boy's antics have always been outsized and kind of dumb. Yeah. I'm talking about what he did. Okay. He went to China. So basically, you know, you go to Walmart and you see them little fucking, uh, they got the little case. It looks like a old school SNES. It mm-hmm. looks like an old uh, Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And it's got all the games preloaded in it. Mm-hmm. It's got the little USB controllers. All that is, is... A fancy casing, a fancy molded casing to look like an old SNES with what's commonly known as a Raspberry Pi, which is a tiny computer that uh, instead of it having a hard drive, it uses an SD card and you have every, all the software preloaded on it and you plug it in and then you use the controller like a keyboard. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I can build one. In fact, I, I have a Nintendo emulator on, on a laptop that we do the podcast thing with, right? I can plug my my uh, USB controller into it mm-hmm. and play Nintendo games on that computer right now if I wanted to. It's not hard and it's not uncommon. They just put it in a case that people like, slap a price tag on it, ship it to Walmart and sell it to people for $99 because people like old school gaming. Right? You plug it into your TV, you're good to go. So all he did was go to a Chinese company, say, build me a bunch of those I'm going to market it as the soldier console and see if I can make some money. Because he has an audience. 
he has a ton of people listening to him for whatever reason. So he's trying to capitalize off of that. That is not stupid. That's not a dumb idea. I mean, <clears throat> no, it's not. And, and and the thing is, is honestly, if you watch that Breakfast Club interview, which is fucking great. I didn't watch all of it. I just saw maybe uh, eight the, minutes. I will say this. That man makes some great fucking points. Now, whether or not it's good for hip hop or not, that's not for me to judge. From where I sit, as a dude that grew up on 90s hip hop, and I lived through Soldier Boy's run, his two or three years when he was on the radio constantly or whatever, I'm not a fan of the man's music. But one thing you can't deny is that, one, he had hits. Not my kind of music. But like, I don't like Garth Brooks music. But for me to say that Garth Brooks ain't didn't have some hits, because there's a, t- a million other motherfuckers that love this shit. Yeah. Right? Soulja Boy had hits. Two, he was the first rapper to use social media to get famous. Nobody signed Soulja Boy. He put his shit out on MySpace and distributed his shit through Napster. And got himself on the radio and got famous. He made himself famous. And he owns all of that shit. All of that ringtone rap shit in the early 2000s or whatever. That was Soldier Boy. He was the first person to start doing that. Making his music into ringtones and selling ringtones. That was him. So, yeah, like, yeah, he's, he, he's fucking outlandish. And he's dumb. And. To tell the truth, there was a lot of kids who grew up listening to Soldier Boy and stole his style. Was it a good style? No. I'm for me, no, not my kind of rap. But there are a lot of Soldier clones out there. You can see his influence yeah. on current rap because I mean, look, there's always been. Uh, songs with dances or whatever but to the level that that soldier boy shit did mm. after he did it how many other motherfuckers started doing that shit there are a lot of people who stole who who I, I don't want to say stole but were influenced by soldier boy like that's just the that's that's a fact hey man every time I hear Superman I think midgets yeah shit no no I'm, look man mm. All I'm saying mm-hmm. is the man had a point. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know. <clears throat> but who was the first people to shit on him? Black people. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what's hilarious to me. And not, not like, like me. I would not, I would never really advocate for the music because I don't like the music. Yeah. But you know what I've never done? shit on Soldier Boy because I don't listen to Soldier Boy. I don't need to shit on him because I don't listen to his music. But when I see him do some other shit, I'm like, okay. If it works, it works. Like, I don't shit on, like, it's hilarious to me how people would look at, like, a LeVar Ball and that big brawler brand shit, Right? And they'll jump on that because he don't have a track record. Right? But the shoes were ugly. 
and they were overpriced. I mean, that's that's look the, at look at the Yeezys. That's the yeah same thing there. Now I would say I don't like the shoes, and I'm not gonna buy them because I don't have four hundred dollars of extra income to spend on ugly shoes, or buy a hundred and fifty dollar pair of slides. I'm sorry, I don't. And people are like, well, you buy a hundred sixty dollar joints? No, I won't. No, I don't. You see me wear Chuck Taylors all the time because Chuck Taylors are forty dollars. I don't spend money on clothes and shoes like that. It's not my thing. I don't wear jewelry. Like I don't spend my money on shit like that. So no, I'm not. I'm not his market. I'm not looking. I'm not a luxury brand type dude. And honestly, even if I had the money to spend on it, I'm not sure that I would do it. Now. You have a black company, a black engineer create a car company, and he creates a dope ass car that I can buy for forty thousand. Yeah, I'll do that. But like, yeah, man, like it's it's just weird to me how, and I guess because I've always thought of it in a certain way because it came from my family mm. that I never really looked. At all of this pro black shit, objectively, I've never looked at it like I've always assumed it was always all good. But now that I look at it and I really see it, and I and I look at what Mike's doing, and I look at Killer Mike's message, and then I look at all these other people. All these other people ain't really pro black; they just fucking hate on niggas. Like that's really or or borderline racist. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I can sit here and listen to somebody, you know, talk that way. But after 20 minutes, it shifts. And I'm just... And then it starts, well, you're wrong because some of your... And a lot of your best friends or a lot of your friends are white. And that needs to change. Because the white man, I was like, look, man, you need to shut the fuck up. You were doing good. I was listening. But now, now I don't have nothing to do with you anymore. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's the thing. Is like to be pro something is to talk up what's good in you, right? So many, so many of these motherfuckers don't talk up what's good uh, about black people, black culture, just in general, black shit. They spend more time talking down about other shit. And like, yeah, I don't like, like if I, if, if, all right. So if I'm selling you something, right? So if I'm selling you Coke. The drink? What's, yeah. Okay. The drink. Or the drug. Whatever. Okay. But if I'm selling you anything, my main goal should be like, all right. So if I got a can of Coke and a can of Pepsi. And I'm selling you the Coke. What is going to make you want to drink the Coke? Like me telling you Coke tastes great. Coke uh, will do this for you. Coke will do that for you. Coca-Cola is, you know, an American company. Coke is this. I talk up what's good about Coke. Right. I tell you what's great about Coke. 
as opposed to somebody saying, well, I want to sell you Coke, but Pepsi ain't shit. And I just started down talking about Pepsi. All it's going to make you want to do is not drink either one of them. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I'll try it. Yeah, but like, am I effectively selling it to you though? No. Yeah, that's my point. But it'll strike the interest of, I got to see what it tastes like at least. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, are you talking about the Coke or the Pepsi? Both. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's my problem with all of this shit. Because it's like him you, downgrading that, that Pepsi, him talking shit on it. Right. So if he's he, And if he's trying to sell me the Coke, but he can't sell me the Pepsi, but you he can't sell me the Pepsi, but you want to sell me the Coke. Mm-hmm. If I buy the Pepsi, you're not making any money because you downplayed it and I drink that Pepsi. And I think that the Pepsi is better than the Coke. I'm going to buy the Pepsi. You struck my interest by talking shit on that. Yeah. Well, no, that's my point. Yeah. That's my point. Is if you pro-black, stop being so fucking negative about everything else. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying don't ignore. I'm not saying ignore people's faults. People have faults. They should be called on it. If somebody does some dumb shit. Because the thing is, is that half of the pro-black motherfuckers who are bigging up trigger warning, who are bigging up Killer Mike right now, was shitting on him six months ago when he appeared on the NRA TV thing. Because they were like, well, the NRA fucking hates black people and this and that, da-da-da-da, and you should have never been on that platform, and they shitted on him. They criticized the fuck out of Mike. And then when you watch the video... All Mike said on there was the same shit that he'd been rapping about for how many years. Was that whenever he was uh, saying that um, it, it was in a big, like a coliseum or something? He was giving a speech? No, no, no. Okay. No. Because, I mean, he was sitting there talking about, I remember him uh, talking about, well, look, black people, uh, you're talking about, we need to start a revolution. We need to do this. Well, no. And he's been saying that, though. But but he said that he told everybody, this is, but you want to do this, but you're not ready. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's when he was sitting in a... He was in a public forum. I think it was like a town hall. And he was sitting at that desk School. and talking to... Yeah, yeah, it was like an auditorium or whatever. But yeah, no. And yeah, and he got some shit for that. Because let's... Like, Mike... Mike has always talked about revolution, but he talked about it in a practical way. Mm-hmm. Because there's one thing that people need to realize now more than ever. Motherfuckers don't really know how to do shit. Which is true. They don't know how to do shit. Most of these motherfucking kids can't cook. Mm-hmm. Much less hunt. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to grow shit. You know... If they had to change the tire, they don't know how to fucking do that either. Like, like most of these kids just don't know how to do shit because they've never grown up learning how to do shit. And that's great to talk about revolution because everybody's there for the fight. Well, I shouldn't even say everybody's there for the fight. Some of the people are there for the fight. Mm 
everybody wanted rah rah and, and yeah, we're gonna take over the government, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, we're gonna build all this other shit. But yeah, when you get to the point where the fight's over and say you win, or they walk away, if the US government sectioned off two states in America, right? Say they give us Georgia and Florida. Right? They push all the other people, non-black people out of Georgia and Florida, and they like, look, this is black America. Y'all have complete control over this. The hottest states. Whatever. You can grow food there. They got the Delta. It's fertile. And you have ports. You can build there. You can build something there. Fucking Mormons did that in Utah. And they shit in Utah. There's something there. Right? Are these little motherfuckers in tight pants? And fucking... Uh, $300 Yeezys. Shambles. Gonna be able to run shit? No. Because they don't know how to do shit. I mean... Like, it's great. Yeah, you teach your kids how to use guns. What happens when they're completely safe and they need to... I don't know. Be an engineer. Because you need engineers to do shit. You need... You know, like all these motherfuckers. Yeah, y'all can use Pro Tools and make shitty beats. Do you know how to run a water filtration center? Uh, can you do any carpentry work? Can you do basic plumbing? Can you do basic electrical? Do you know how to lay a floor? Can you build a couch if you need to find <laughs> like that kind of shit? Because like, yeah, art, culture, the bullshit we doing here, like thought and all of that shit, that shit is great. Right. That's that's what that's what society is built for. Like to, that's what advances society. But you know what keeps society running? Couches, beds, gas, carpeting, generating electricity, uh, uh, road work, delivery driving, like the everyday shit. Logistics. How many of these fucking kids can do that shit? And people are like, well, you can teach them. Yeah, but they're not interested in learning that shit. Because if they were, like, we, like you know, these motherfuckers want to get on Instagram and, and be thought leaders and, and write books and do all this other shit. Like, everybody want to be the chief, but don't nobody want to be a fucking Indian. We need fucking Indians. That's a good point. Like that was the main purpose of one of Kill Mike's episodes was about trade work. I come from a long line of fucking tradesmen. My uncle's a mechanic. One of my uncles was a fucking uh, a cable dude for thirty fucking years. Like my dad went to uh, school for carpentry and plumbing. Like my dad can build a fucking house. And growing up around those dudes, this is where I learned how to fucking tinker. Like, I've been fixing shit my whole life. Like, I didn't go to school for mechanic school, but I can do basic maintenance on my fucking car. I know general electronics. I know general electrical work. I can do some light plumbing. Like, you know, I'm not a fucking welder like my dad. I can't fucking put on a mask and do arc welding, but... Yeah. You know, there's there's certain things that motherfuckers just need to know how to do. 
And that's what Mike was saying. Like, you motherfuckers can't. Like, yeah, when the war is over, can you grow food? Because if they say this is black America, and it's sort of America, but it's not really America, so we got to have a trade thing, you, 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 you got to pay. Either you're paying the white man for food to import food, or you grow your own. Yeah, all right. This is black America. Y'all got your own army. If a motherfucker try to invade Florida, who gonna make bullets? You know, how you gonna deal with somebody being upstream from you, from your water source, and they start dumping trash in your water source and it's coming down? How do you clean that? How do you stop them? What do you do? Like this day-to-day logistical shit that you have to fucking consider when you want to run shit. Now, people talk about like Black Wall Street and Tulsa and all this other shit. You know why there was a Black Wall Street? Because the people who did it were former slaves and they knew how to do shit. They knew how to process, pick and process cotton. They knew how to run a business. They knew how to run homes. Like, yeah, because they were slaves. The white people took credit, but they actually did the fucking work. If you gave these little motherfuckers $20,000 each right now, what would they do? They would build, they would, they would pay somebody to build them a studio and try to fucking make, try to make music. (laughs) That's, That's what would happen. And I'm not I'm not shitting on people who make music. My cousin makes music. He made really good music. He's a great musician. But my cousin is like one person in my family. The other ones, you know, my sister's an engineer. Uh, my other cousins are interior decorators. They they do other stuff. They actually do things. And I'm not saying making music is not a thing. It's a thing. But everybody can't do that. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to be able to cook. Somebody has to be able to grow food. Somebody has to be able to hunt. Somebody has to be able to make bullets. Somebody has to be able to build a couch. Somebody has to know how to fish. Somebody has to, like somebody has to know how to do all of this shit. And that's all Mike was saying. It was like, yeah, you motherfuckers aren't ready for a revolution. Because after the fight, there's a country to run. Well, you know, um, it's I, I, I don't know if I'm wrong for even saying it, but uh, we would be behind. There was uh, locksmiths, uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, carpent, carpent, people in you know, carpentry work, mm-hmm. uh, blacksmiths, and all that. You know. Mm-hmm. Dealing with metal. Yeah. Now all this shit. How many? However many years ago. Mm-hmm. People were trained. Right. And then from went from training to going to school. Right. And then it went to going to college. And then it went to taking these classes. 
the advantage is versus what you're talking about. You got, I'm going to say white people that's been doing that ever since that hammer was hitting that piece of metal. Right. You see, versus this over here. Well, now we gotta we gotta start back, not really start back, but pretty much, but it's playing catch up. So yeah, you're gonna make this uh, filtration system, but is it really gonna be up to par? Well, let's see. This this is the thing. Is one. You're uh, gonna be behind, man. Yeah, no. thirty steps behind. I get it. I get it. But that's responsibility is part of freedom. Like that's the thing. Like, I, I want to say some shit, but I don't want to seem seem racist. Well, no, I mean, or look, wrong, because I could be wrong. Well, no, this this is the thing. It's just like you know when you're a kid, right? And you tell, and, and I know this because my sister did this shit. Did this dumbass shit. You get pissed off at your parent and you tell them, I hate it here and I want to run away. Mm-hmm. So you pack what you think you need. Mm-hmm. Right? My sister, when she ran away, packed her favorite shit, which was a stuffed animal and some books. No clothes. No food. Actually, no. She grabbed some, some snacks or whatever. Put them in a little backpack. Walked to the edge of the corner. And then she sat on the corner and cried because she didn't know where she was going to go. And she didn't cross the street because my mom told her she couldn't cross the street. Stuck. No, because once you're free, because my mom let her go. Now, she told me to follow her. But stuck mentally. Well, it's not stuck. It's when you get, when you walk out there, you realize all of the shit that the system, who in her case, the system was my mom. Did you didn't have to worry about food, so that never crossed your mind. You didn't have to worry about a place to sleep because that never crossed your mind because you've always had it. So that's the problem is people don't realize that freedom comes with a certain responsibility for yourself. When you say I don't want to be part of the system anymore, this shit, your phone, the internet, your job, the money system. All of that shit goes away. So you have to create that shit for yourself. How do you think this country would have been if it wasn't about money? We just... If it... Okay. What if, if it wasn't... if Okay, if you take away money, then you're going to take away greed. But you can't take away greed because people are always going to want it. But well, greed is not about money. But it's about wanting. Yeah. But if it's, hey man, and it's not about rationally stuff out. Mm-hmm. You want it. You need it. You need it. Come get it. This Look, they make they make this. Come get it. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. There's two types of greed. There's greed that's based in fear, and then there's pure greed. Mm-hmm. Right. So pure greed. Is I'm already a millionaire. 
I have all the money that I could possibly have or possibly need, right? I'm Jeff Bezos. I got $140 million, $140 billion. I could not earn another dollar right now and my family would be good for like 10 generations of money. But I'm still going to fuck you on this deal to earn an extra 200 bucks because fuck you. That's pure greed. Having enough and just wanting more is pure greed. But how do you think this country would be? So wait, but then there's greed based on fear. Right? Greed based on fear is more what this country is. Because what they do is they go, hey, now I'm going to take this. I'm going to take these 10, right? And I'm going to leave two. Now, these two is for you. Which is the white working class. Rich people have taken 10, right? They made 12. Rich people, I'm going to take 10. I'm going to leave two for you. But them niggas in Mexico is going to try to take yours. That's greed based on fear. They're hoarding. They're trying to hoard resources and hoard opportunity. Because the rich dude has told them, hey, these motherfuckers are going to try to take your shit. Now, they don't look at the fact of, like, wait a minute. You one motherfucker. Why you get 10? And everybody else got to split two. That's the problem, and 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 that's that's that stems from uh, back in back during slavery and all that. That that was the reason why they didn't they didn't teach they didn't want uh, the slaves to learn how to read, or didn't want slaves to. Well, let's say just to, stay, to be educated. Yeah, to be educated. Partially, but that's also why, like. This is something that, and this, this, and, and hopefully we have a lot of. I, I hope, I hope we have a lot of white white listeners, because white people need to hear this. Black people don't need to hear this. Because I mean, I ain't trying to shit on white people. I'm just no, 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 no. White people need to hear this, and I wish, I wish most of these pro black, like super pro black hotel ass motherfuckers would listen to this shit and 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 say this. Instead of shitting on black people all the goddamn time. Because they don't 100% agree or 100% have the same solution as you. I'm going to say this. Rich white people don't give a fuck about anybody. Because for them, it's not about race. It's not even about class. Yeah, it's... it's they, they have shitted on white people in this country for years. They've shitted on and used white people in this country for years. Now, and and they've used them and manipulated them into fighting with a bunch of other fucking people who are basically in the same situation or worse, and made them made it so that they look look down. So they they gave them somebody to look down upon and hate. So that they don't ever concentrate on their own situation and why they're actually fucking stuck in the same situation they are. They've been in for fucking centuries. And it's up to them at some point to make this better. Like it's not it's not it's not 
up to black people to make to to make white people accept us. That's not on us. It's on white people. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing. There's like if I don't like you, there's nothing that you can do to make me like you. That has to come from me. So like when when poor or working class white people have this resentment towards black people and Mexicans and fucking Asians and, and whoever. It's not on that group to earn your respect. It's on you to open your fucking mind and see them as fucking humans just like you are and them trying to make it. There's nothing to do with us. And that's what perpetuates this system of white people, of rich white people, of, of the system, of of them, the they, that people always talk about, they did this, they, it's basically just rich people. It's rich people who perpetuate this thing where they keep us so busy going at each other back and forth about bullshit and we never notice that they're taking the 10 and leaving the 2 for everybody else. That's all it is. Because people are, so, they, well, these damn Mexicans are coming over here and taking our jobs. No. The rich white man who owns the factory that you work at decided to hire those Mexicans. Those Mexicans didn't take your jobs. They were looking for a job, and that white man said, well, y'all do it for 10? Fuck these white people, and gave it to them. Nobody took your fucking job. That's what it is. He's like, wait a minute. So the white people are demanding I, I keep 10 and give them two. The Mexicans will take one. But you blame the Mexicans. It's not the Mexicans' fault. It's not their fault. Because the job wasn't there for them to take. Who's the person that's providing the job? That's <laughs> a thing. But then it comes to money. Well, no, it comes to white people being scared because they're like, oh, my God, it's not enough. So they want to hoard everything. They want to run in now, and grab everything. Now, when you're talking about the jobs, it's about money and pay. Well, yeah. Well, no, yeah, it ultimately comes down why, to... Why should I pay these guys $15 an hour when I can pay these guys yeah. $9 to $10 an hour? Yeah, well, yeah. For the dude at the top, yes, it is about money. But for But the thing is... If only rich white people were racist, we wouldn't have a problem with racism. The problem's not with rich white people, because how often do you see a super rich white person? How often do you how many how many people a day do you think actually meets Bill Gates? <laughs> how many new people do you think Bill Gates is around every day? Rich people, I mean those there's the circle's small. Yeah, super small. There's only a couple thousand, a couple ten thousand, ten thousand, whatever billionaires in the fucking United States, like people who make that highest line. Let's say it's a hundred thousand. There's three hundred and something million people in this country. They're not going to meet that many people. They're not going to interact with that many people. 
Right? I, I wouldn't give a fine fuck if every billionaire, every white billionaire in the country didn't like niggas. But they don't have nothing to do with me, so why? Exactly. The problem with racism in this the problem with racism in this country is because there's so many people in the working class and in trades and in policing and in all this other shit. Common everyday people who interact with each other every fucking day. Because if you racist in a cop, how many cops do you see in a day? Driving past. What's the chances of you getting pulled over for a speeding ticket? What's the chances of you walking out of the store and your fucking shit beeps because the lady forgot to fucking run it across that electromagnetic thing? Like, it's those interactions. It's those everyday common interactions that happen. And it's that, it's the, the fear and the, the hatred and, and whatever, the misunderstanding that happens in those instances that has us all fucked up. And that's for a minute from motherfuckers at the top taking all the resources and looking at everybody and being like, y'all fight over this. So we assume there's not enough. And the best example of that was how the fuck do we have a homeless... How the fuck does homelessness, homelessness go up at the same time that there's all this open land and houses that people are getting foreclosed from. So there's more houses. There's more empty houses than ever and also more homeless people than ever. Are you talking about here in Austin? I'm talking about everywhere. Well, from from what I from how I see it, from from what I've been told from driving. Okay. Say for instance, you got a house, and that you know, generations, 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 all these generations, keep this house, keep our land. Because yeah. how they say it, because you ain't nothing without land. Right. Then you got all this growth coming, and then they throw the first bid. It sounds like a lot. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a lot. Somebody ain't got nothing. All right, we'll give you. Uh, we'll give you. Four hundred thousand for all this, right? Yeah. Take it. Yeah. And what do they got now? Yeah, they got four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, four hundred thousand dollars that they gonna spend in and... somewhere that's not in their community because niggas hate to live around other niggas. Like that's. But <laughs> nine times out of ten, they're gonna be out there in that corner. Yeah, Killer Mike talked about this. In Nine times out of ten, people are homeless is because they want to be homeless. I wouldn't say that. Okay, let's check out the little small percentage of people that that are homeless because oh man, shit, lost my job, shit happened. Now I'm on the street. Now I got to figure out how can I sit here and 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 take a shower. How how can I eat? How can I get my hair cut? Mm -hmm. So I, how can I have clean clothes pressed so I can go to this job interview? How can I look presentable? Can't do it. I'm out here on the street. Okay. This small percentage versus, man, what the fuck? 
I just watched you turn down food, turn down water, but you want money? For what? Sign says you hungry. Yeah. What are you using that money for? Drugs. Yeah. I'm saying this, this is the problem. Is that, I'd say about 60% of the people that are homeless are either addicts or mentally ill. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put that percentage a little higher than that. Okay. I mean, you can. I mean, I think there's a smaller percentage of people that are homeless that just got put in this situation. Well, and and plus, it depends on where you live. And you can help these people because the thing is. But how can you help these people that are drug addicts? So. And okay, or or mentally disabled. All right. So. The reason why so many mentally unstable people are there is because in the 80s, we cut funding for fucking mental institutions. Yeah. So they just cut them a check and go, just like the dude that pissed in the fucking thing. He was getting a 900 He had a $900 check. He was fucking homeless. He could have bought a place. He could have lived somewhere. But he was fucking crazy. And a drunk. He just slept on the streets. He's walking around with $900 in his pocket. When we stopped. Mm-hmm. So it's not that he wants to be homeless. He just isn't equipped to fucking take care of himself. And we would rather just cut somebody $900 than open an institution and be like, get this motherfucker off the goddamn road. Try to teach him something. Okay. Okay, that's one. All right. Uh, as far as addicts, we criminalize drug possession. So the answer is, is to put him in jail. Instead of trying to get them off drugs. Right? Because our society criminalizes drug addicts. Well, not even drug addicts, drug users. If you responsibly smoke weed, right? Yeah, no, no. I'm not even going to put weed in that situation. I'm just saying, I never I'm heard I'm of using weed it. putting somebody with germs. Germ. I'm just saying. Say meth. Well, no, all right. Well, I, I use any drug. Right. Okay. You have. You know, okay. I'm just using weed okay. because okay. it's it's common. Okay. Right. And this is the way this shit could happen. Is you have a job. Let's say you get hurt on the job. Okay. They send you to fucking promed or whatever. You take a piss test. You pop. You hurt. You can't work. You can't collect workman's comp because you had drugs in your system. When when you got hurt, now you fired. You don't have a job. You don't have benefits, and the rent's due in two days. Where the fuck do you go? Like that's the that's the main fucking problem. Is like we're not like even functional drug users. People who use because like look, it's really anybody who drinks is a functional drug user if you keep a job. You're a functional drug user. Alcohol's a fucking drug. Yeah. Right? And and your job is just like, hey, look. We're gonna trust you to have this out your system by the time you do it. Why the fuck can't they do it with anything else? 
Because you can have a 20-year safety record, 20-year no-incident safety record. Somebody else fucks up. You get hurt. You get caught. That 20 years is fucking erased. Because you popped on a fucking piss test. Because maybe you and your wife wanted to do something crazy and y'all took ecstasy and you fucked her in the ass on the weekend. <laughs> like, that's, that's real. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a ton of ways. Like, look, I was in, I, I had fucking stomach pains. I went to the hospital, told the fucking doctor, they fucking ran some tests on me. I spent four hours in a hospital room. That bill was two, $2,200 $2, for four hours and one test. And, and two fucking extra string Tylenol. If my insurance said they wouldn't pay it. So when people wonder, like, how these people become homeless, dude, everybody's one fucking medical emergency, one car accident, one whatever, away from being homeless. If you live paycheck to paycheck, you miss one paycheck, you fucked. If you miss two, you on the street. And that brings me back to the whole, these little motherfuckers don't know how to do shit. The reason why I've always been able to have a job is because I've always learned how to do shit. I've always been employable. Well. Been working since I was 16. These little motherfuckers can't do that no more. When you say that, just go to a job, something you ain't never do. Well, we do this right here. Are you willing to learn? Yeah. Yeah. But you're saying that they can't do it. No. I'm not. I'm saying they're not willing to do it. They don't want to do it. Excuse me. Now, I ain't doing that shit. Mm. Oh, word? You ever been hungry, nigga? <laughs> That's what it is. Man. Let me tell you. Man, I ain't no goddamn McDonald's. Oh, word? Okay. Hey man, I'm gonna go out on the street and hustle. Nigga, that's work. If you willing to put that in, like that's the thing. It's like, yeah, whatever you wanna do, whatever you wanna get good at, that's what you spend your time doing. And it just seems to me that there's a bunch of motherfuckers spending their time complaining on the fucking internet about shit. Mm. Saying they pro black, but complaining about black people. That if you got a legitimate concern about the shit, all right. I get it, like, because I love politics and I, I study all that shit. And yeah, if you have a legitimate concern, like, hey, I don't like what this lady did when she was in this job, fine. If you just like, man, she ain't even really black, so she don't. Shut the fuck up. That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. For what, man? That man married a white. She man, he married a white bitch. Man, she ain't. He ain't. He ain't looking out for us. Really. His mom, his mama white. He ain't shut keeping the, it real. Shut the fuck up. His mama white. The fuck does that have to do? <laughs> Man, you don't know shit about what's going on, really. So you telling me a nigga that was a lawyer don't know what the fuck is going on with the law, but you fucking 
woke woke dick ninety eight. Fucking, you know what's going on. Let me see what this motherfucker do. Is he a scholar? Is he? Oh, I read a bunch of books in jail. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, get the fuck out of my face, I'm man. Out, I'm out here in these streets. He ain't. Yeah. Doing what? Oh, I'm a garbage man. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Like. No, because you, you know what I'm saying. You know, no, I'm I know. in these streets. He's over there somewhere cushy. He don't know what's going on out here. Yeah, nigga, you don't know what the fuck is going on out there. And this lawyer sees it firsthand. Yeah. He actually understands the law. He understands what we need is a new system. We need to stop doing this shit for the blah, blah, blah. All right, nigga, you first. What you got? <laughs> where's the Where's the land that we going to live on? Is there plumbing? Do you have electrical run yet? Well, you know, with all that said. Nigga, do you even have cable? Who's, <laughs> who's, who's going to teach the people to do this? Not all these people. There's people that teach people to do it. Because everybody starts somewhere. You see, the problem now is that... And this this is going to sound super fucked up. And I just hope that people listening to it understand what the fuck I'm saying. Sitting here right now. Talking into these microphones. About to put this shit on the internet. In a house with lights. And fucking air conditioning and all this other shit. Right now. We are the beneficiaries of slavery. No, we got fucked by slavery. Our people historically got fucked by slavery and the system doesn't look at us in this way. But us being in the time that we're in right now, living in America, America was built on slavery. Yeah, we, well, well, yeah, of course. We have the benefits of the modern times okay. of slavery. Okay, well, well, yeah. There's, it's not fucked up. It's the truth. Okay, so. I mean, how, Well, no, because people would be like, Oh no, how you gonna say that? You black, you benefited from slavery. Yeah. We live in modern times. We benefited from slavery. We benefited from the modern economy. We benefited from all the technological advancement. Like we we sharing those benefits. Because of what the slaves did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, is that now all of these modern conveniences. Don't I gonna get that up? That's the reason why nobody's moved. <laughs> That's the reason why nobody's built shit. We have, we have marched and fucking we've marched and we've 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 sung and we've talked about revolution and we've done all this other shit, right? But you know what nobody's done? Nobody's left. Because we could go to Mexico and buy a bunch of cheap land. We could go to any other country and buy a bunch of cheap land and make new Africa or make new wherever the fuck we want. But you know what happens then? You got to start over. Your cell phone don't work. You might not have indoor plumbing for a while. You might not have lights. And you depend on people to fucking put that shit in. You have to start an entirely new society. Now, I don't personally think we should move. Because black people invest too much in blood and sweat and whatever into this country and this is where we're from and it's our birthright to be here right but for all these motherfuckers like what we need to do like man, nigga you can do it do you know how <laughs> like this like this 
your life is here. You're comfortable here. Your 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 car. You have roads. You have internet to bitch on. Right. You have all of these things to 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 talk shit about fucking biracial kids and fucking interracial marriage and all this other shit about how it's destroying black people and doing all this other stuff and what we need to do as a people. Well, yeah, you can do it. Lead the movement. Go build some shit. I guarantee you, if you build it and it's nice, motherfuckers will follow you. Or you can do what they did in Atlanta and a bunch of other fucking uh, majority black communities. Actually learn the system, get into the system, and take shit over. Like that's those are you two alternatives, and at this point, the bitching in twenty nineteen it's gotta fucking stop. Like all that shit's gotta stop. You're gonna need talent. Like you need talented people. If that talented person, if the person who knows how to make the water filtration system work in your new fucking republic or whatever has a white wife, you gonna tell them no? They probably will. Yeah, you know what they're gonna do? Die, because they don't have clean water. Like at some point you gotta think practically about this shit. I'm sorry. If my doctor's gay and I got a gunshot wound, you know what you do? Take this goddamn bullet out of me. I just don't get that shit. Let motherfuckers who know how to do shit do what they know how to do and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Especially if you're not fucking helping. If all you got is a bunch of fucking books and documentaries about bullshit, about how great we used to be. Nigga, we live in today. I get it. I mean, Hotep and fucking Ra and all that bullshit about Egypt and all that shit. Yeah, that's great. Motherfucker, I need clean water. Flint need clean water today. <laughs> we used to be gods. All right, nigga. What are you doing now? I guess that's what really pisses me off about this shit. The kings and queens and all yeah, that shit. Shut the fuck up. That shit don't matter. Like, yeah, I, I hate I all you. that shit. I get you. I don't want to be a fucking king. I just want to be a good man. I want to be. I want to try to be as good a man as my grandfather was. I don't like all that other bullshit. Man, go fuck yourself. I don't know. It, that's just the way I had to get that shit off my chest. Because I've been reading it for the last like two days. Actually, five days or whatever. And it's just pissing me off. Like, I, 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 I tried to talk to these motherfuckers and try to understand where the fuck they was coming from. But at the end of the day, all I saw was just a bunch of bullshit. All I saw was a bunch of motherfuckers yelling at other black people saying that they want justice, they want this, they want that. But in reality, you don't want justice. You just want to be the white man. You want to control niggas just like white people used to control niggas. It's not about equality or justice or any of that other bullshit you're talking about. You want shit your way. And at the end of the day, that's not fucking freedom. I got the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. 
But at the end of the day, you, you, you haven't done anything. You're not a thought leader. You're not a community leader. Like, the reason why people follow, the reason why people respect Killer Mike is because Killer Mike's open businesses. Killer Mike's employs people. Killer Mike has had the same consistent message for years and years and years. Well, they went from, uh, hey, I've had my time to talk, but this is what I've done. Yeah. And I, now I can sit down and talk. Yeah. I haven't seen a hotel leader do shit yet. I haven't seen him do nothing. The reason why people follow the Black Panthers is because the Black Panthers started a fucking uh, lunch program. They did community protection. They were actually out in the streets doing shit. They weren't just on the street corner yelling about fucking white people or the devil. They did shit. And they taught you about the good shit about you and about your community. Not just the great. Like, no. Learn how to defend yourself. Learn how to feed yourself. Carry a gun. Instead of depending on some fucking white police officer to come and save you. Because they're not going to do it. There's nothing fucking wrong. Like, they did something. You're not doing anything. You're just talking. Mm. And motherfuckers are tired of hearing niggas talk. I'm tired of hearing motherfuckers talk. Especially when they haven't done anything. Because now they're starting to disrespect people like Harry Belafonte who did a ton of shit for motherfuckers. Who actually tangibly did shit. Well, his wife was white, so he wasn't really. Shut the fuck up. What did you do? What did you do? What did you actually do? You didn't do shit. Oh, well, shut the fuck up. You just got complaints. I don't want to hear people's complaints. If you haven't done anything, don't complain. Shut the fuck up. Now you show me one of these motherfuckers who's about that shit and you've actually done shit. You're not just some fucking rapper. Or a wannabe rapper. Or wannabe leader. Or written a book. Or opened a website. Nigga, I got a website. We got 52 episodes. We heard in multiple countries. So what exactly what exactly have you done that we haven't done? Well, I got plans to do yeah, you got plans. What did you do? Show me your school. Where is it built? How many teach how many kids have you taught? What are you teaching them? Well, we got political classes. Do you have a shop class? Cause any of these motherfuckers fix my sink. Mm. That's, uh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's that's like, a good point. It's fucking crazy to me. Is there a shop? No. Now I well, okay. I shouldn't say completely no. There are some schools. There's still some vocational high schools. But yeah, it's 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 really rare to see a shop class now. Because I get the school Erica teaches that there's actually a mechanics program. So, like, they do have it. It's just not as prevalent as it used to be. Which, to me, is fucking silly. 
Like, you need people to learn how to do shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it's great. People have dreams. They want to do shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. You want to whatever? Learn how to turn a wrench. But do, do you know why they did this? I mean, one, I, understand, I understood why they took shorthand out. Because of the stenographer. Yeah. They took that out completely. No, and I think they did that my 11th or 12th grade year. And... But shop and okay, home ec, whatever. Uh, no, home ec was home ec is fucking important too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm, no, I get it, I get it. But but the thing is, is motherfuckers don't like part of the reason why motherfuckers motherfuckers don't know how to cook. Everything's instant. But so wait a minute, um, what? So and they don't know how to balance a checkbook. Business class. Uh-huh. They don't really teach that in business class. Home ec, home ec taught home ec, home finance, at least in the school that I was in. Like, being able to sit and actually balance a, a, a budget and, like, go through and do a checkbook, that was in home ec. In business class, you learn more accounting stuff, like business accounting. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about where I went to school. Where, where I went to school. Yeah, you got, you, big chunk was accounting. Okay. But then... Balancing your checkbook. That was one of the first few things. I didn't really teach that in my business. And then before that, you know, then you you had your typing. Mm -hmm. So, and then, but then also you had your writing. So you had your writing. You had to do your skills in writing as far as journalism and all that trash. And then you're typing. So then you had to go back and type what you wrote. Mm -hmm. So let's just go over here. Let's go to, let's start talking about balancing your checkbook. Banking. Yeah. Okay, banking. Now, you got all that. You pass that. Let's go to accounting. That was a big chunk. All right. Home ec was home ec. That was teaching you shit how to, you know, do do as far as cooking. Different cooking skills. Which I didn't learn shit. The only reason why I did it is because bitches was in the class. Yeah. But I, I midways into it, it was like, man, I... Need to know this shit because even to this day, yeah, I do know how to bake stuff, but I don't really know how to bake a cake. Yeah. I mean, I know I can read and yeah. probably do it. Do the instructions, but, yeah. But I wish I would have paid attention. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't understand. Ah, fuck it, man. It's just today. I don't under. I mean, it's, it just seems like. Um, from the little bit that I've been hearing about what's going on in schools, these kids are ignorant. Yeah, ignorance is the right word because they haven't been taught. And it's just like, uh, why teach? I, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm saying it right. That that math, that 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 new way of doing doing math. I honestly, I what the fuck kind of shit is that? When all right, say for instance, me and you, you get that that math problem, and it's, no, you did it wrong. See, you're supposed to do it like... And it's like, man, motherfucker, hold on. Ain't the answer this? says, yeah. So how did I get it wrong? Because you didn't do it this way. Well, see, that that's a state-to-state standard. Because all educational standards are state-to-state. But... Uh, see, I think the problem is... Is we're trying to use an old system 
to catch up to where the world is now. And I think people are just not like so the educational system was first it was geared around agricultural work forgot about that what was that FFA 4-H yeah or at least down here it was called 4-H FFH yeah Future Farmers of America yeah Yeah. okay Uh, but yeah first it was geared around agricultural shit right and then we got into the industrial age and then it started to be geared around industrial work. Like all this shit how people say, well the school system just teaches you how to how to how to how to how to be a prisoner and blah blah blah. No, it teaches you how to be a factory worker. You show up at a certain time, you go in, you sit, you learn a process. And you learn how to repeat that process over and over and over and over again. A bell rings, you go to lunch for a couple you go to lunch for thirty minutes. Bell rings. You go back to work. Go back to the process. A bell rings. You get a rest period. Another bell rings. You go back to the process. A bell rings. You go home. It's not jail. It's a factory. It's an industrialized factory. With memorization and repetition and being able to regurgitate the rules and the process over and over and over again so you get the same consistent result. Mm-hmm. It's a factory. The world don't fucking work like that anymore. How many people work in factories? No, you need to be able to problem solve. This happens. All right, how do I adjust? How do I figure this out? Right? And instead of going in and designing an education system, redesigning the education system around problem solving and how to do this, because at the end of the day, a problem solver gets to the right answer. It doesn't matter how the fuck he got to the right answer. He got to the right fucking answer. And that should be the thing. School doesn't work that way anymore. They're still trying to do that factory shit. They're just trying to find ways to tweak it to be like, well, we can do... Like, no, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. If I ask you, what's 2 plus 2? It doesn't matter if you go 1, 2, 3, 4. It doesn't matter if you go 2, 4. It doesn't matter if you go 3, 1. It's still 4. So as long as I tell you 4, and I can show you that I figured it out, who the fuck cares? That should be the system. but we haven't done that we haven't designed it and nobody thinks about it that way everybody wants to keep doing the same shit over and over again because that's the way it's always been we too caught up on fucking tradition tradition don't mean shit traditionally speaking it's been taken out tradition has been taken out of the schools no Traditionally speaking, it has. Well, I mean, yeah, the value shit, but the value I'm not shit talking about been that. taught in fucking school. I'm not talking about that. This education part, traditionally, well, it's been taken out. Yeah, because it's more about tests and all the other shit. But, yeah, the tests don't mean shit. Because the takeaway cursive writing? Yeah, nobody writes anymore, John. Like, who writes a paper? 
When was the last time? Like, uh, but still, in business, people don't write. They send emails. Everything's through fucking computers. Like nobody writes anymore. That's the reason why they took it out. Trust me, if people still wrote letters, but, but if people still, still wrote that's, business that's, letters, it's they still, wouldn't. It's a, it's a, I, I get what you're saying, and it does make sense, but I don't agree with it. Oh, yeah, that's fine. It does make sense. I, I, I always thought that learning that, that was you. Nobody can write your name but you. Yeah. Writing in block. Everybody can write in block. Yeah. Maybe I can't. Because I'm... <laughs> I take it back, not everybody. I'm going to say I probably can't. But... You got all these papers in block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you going to know that I did that versus this that other paper? Who did this? Oh, and that's the reason why they made you sign every page when With, I was in school. Yeah, sign every page. Huh. But everybody writes the same way. It's what? all in block. Well, no, nah, you don't write your signature in block. But who 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 writes in cursive? They don't know. How to, they don't know cursive. Well, no, like your parents teach you your signature. I didn't know how to write my signature in fucking school. I don't know where I learned how to. I mean, I'm gonna say I don't know who taught me how to write in cursive. Well, no, no. I, I, I can't. I can't. No. I'm, I'm going to say the school's taught me. No. Yeah, I will I, say the I know, school's I know exactly what I learned. The school to, taught me. I know exactly what I learned. My mom didn't teach me that shit. I know exactly what I learned how to write in cursive. I learned how to write in cursive at school. Because I got my ass beat because I couldn't write a J. Or a G. Yeah, capital G in cursive. I got paddled for that. So I know I learned it at school. I learned it at Sanderson Elementary in fucking North Houston. But to... Spell and sign my name. So my mom and my dad taught me that. And, and that's the thing. It's like it's become increasingly like it's weird. Cause I pay all of my bills and shit. And like do fucking contracts, like phone contracts and all this other shit. Completely electronically. I don't sign shit. I haven't signed it. I haven't signed anything in which is true. You pick up the phone or you get on the computer and yeah. you pay your bill. Yeah. And I do that. Uh, I, 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 haven't, I, I haven't written a check. I haven't written a check in like six years. <laughs> it's been longer for me. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like that shit was taught. Like, you got to learn that shit to conduct business. And it's just not the way people conduct business now. I took it out of the schools because that's what the school is basically. It's a feeder system for people to go out and learn how to conduct business in everyday life. I mean, it's it's say for instance, uh, let's say optics. Mm-hmm. When I was at iMasters and I um, was learning the lab. They, I had to learn all this shit as if 
We ain't have none of that shit. Mm-hmm. In order for me to go and do the work yeah. by pressing buttons. Because mm-hmm. they wanted you to be able to understand what the fuck was going on if the fucking power went out. They wanted you to be able to understand. And, and that's the way my teachers taught me math. Because they didn't let us use calculators. We had fucking calculators. Yeah. They were like, fuck you. You're going to learn how to do it by hand. Yeah. Because if you learn how to do it by hand, you're going to understand the process. And understanding the process is more important. Or or that yeah. uh, that number board they they had on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I get it because it, it it sticks. Uh, to tell you honest truth. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm saying that shit. But you know, that I had to learn. Yeah. I took I I learned that so I can pass it so I can get that job. Right. Now I only remembered probably ten or fifteen yeah, percent of the that. part that you used. On a regular basis, yeah, they, they, like that was that was a way of teaching people shit. They taught us that shit when I went to a school in Georgia. It's like why? Did, why are you teaching? Why? Why am I being learned? Why you? Why do I gotta learn this shit when I'm not gonna do this shit? Why are you gonna teach me how to uh, write in cursive when I'm not gonna be doing that? Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to learn it, motherfucker. Goddamn. You don't want to know how to write your name in cursive. Yep, that's your signature. You don't you don't want to learn it because you're not gonna be doing that in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Look. And, it, and it's like a, a sense of self, maybe. Is that the term I'm trying I'm trying to put across? No, I mean you're right. Because, I mean, I mean, I'll go back again, you know. I, I took uh, two years of shorthand. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the fuck? You mean to tell me they got a a, key, a, a typewriter that, that does that, really? Never heard of them teaching anyone how to use a stenographer. They yeah. just took out the shorthand and just put everybody on the keep on on typing, learning how to type. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I shit, no. shit. I, I, I got years on typing. The thing is, is that like when I went to uh, when I was doing the our print journalism courses and whatever, mm-hmm. we didn't learn any of that shit. The shorthand was huge for fucking journalists back in the day. Because there was no way you could transcribe everything everybody wrote, everybody said word for word. So you learn shorthand to go in and do it. I don't teach that shit no more. Because now, hit record, you hold your phone up, you got the whole yeah. fucking conversation. Like, technology is going to... You've yeah. seen shorthand, right? Yeah. And it's not just words, it's just figures. Yeah, some of it, yeah. Most of it. It's, it's all of it. Well, okay. Every single bit of it. It's not... A Mr. or a Mrs. It's not none of that. There is certain, it's just figures. It's, uh, I'm, um, Mr. It's a, it's like a big hump, small hump, and then a line. Mm-hmm. It's, it's shit like that. Okay. Okay, it looks like chicken scratch. You know, no, there's no words on that at all. 
Oh, okay. Well, then, the shit that I saw, because, like, if you put somebody's name, you put somebody's name. No, because, say, say for instance, uh, Charles. Whatever that uh, figure is for CH, okay, it's a figure. Mm-hmm. And then there's an R. So, CH and then R. L-S. Oh, then what I saw wasn't what you learned. C-H-R-L-S. So you're, you're putting figures of the C-H and then the R and then whatever the L and then the S. The S is going to be somewhere at the very end. Okay. You see what I mean? No, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying what I saw wasn't that. Nah, there, there's, it's not uh, abbreviating a paragraph. You're... You know, all right. So what I saw was it was reporter notes. So what they were doing was they would put a thing, and it would be like this weird fucking thing, and then somebody's name, and then a thing. And if they had a quote, then they would try to write out the quote as exact as it was, as exact as the person said it. And then the rest of it was just like whatever the rest of the fucking sentence or whatever they were trying to get down. We were taught, you know, all the all the you know how to write all that shit. And then our teacher was uh, okay. Because we're supposed to practice at home. Mm-hmm. And then she'll sit up there and, and say, let's say, two paragraphs. Two paragraphs, shorthand, would be three sentences. Okay. Maybe four. Because it's it's all figures. Oh, all right. It's, and then it's, what I saw wasn't shorthand. Then. Nah, it's, it's, no, it's no abbreviations or none of that shit. There's no letters. And and also with the mister, it's like uh, you know you got the the lines at the bottom to emphasize, you know it's a, you know, Mister or Mrs. Mm-hmm. So you got a long line and a short line. You see, it's it's shit like that. I mean, that's. I wish I could have kept all my shit, but. Yeah, case say wrong. Really use it. Yeah. I know. I still. I... Well, look, man. All I want is fuck people learn how to do shit and stop fucking complaining about shit. Like, and, and stop it. Like, if, you know, whatever all that other shit you got to say, keep it to yourself. Nigga, we don't care. Because that's all, that's, that's basically what I'm coming down to. Is I, I just, like, if you haven't done anything, nobody cares. Go fuck yourself. Have a nice day. You don't like, you know, whatever. I'm trying not to make the shit personal, or, or whatever. It's just it it just bothers me, and it doesn't bother me personally because you can think and believe whatever the fuck you want. It's just irrational. Like that's all it is. It's just fucking irrational. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. So after about an hour and a half of that shit, um. Uh, I want to say uh, I'm really hoping the Lakers get Anthony Davis because I want us to go. To, I want the Lakers to go to the fucking playoffs. <laughs> uh, tomorrow's the Super Bowl, and I can give a flying fuck who wins because uh, yes, I'm an LA guy. I love LA sports teams. I hate the fucking Rams. The Rams are like the Clippers to me. Awesome set. Let's just say the refs are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, they did kind of fuck the over. Uh, are going to the Super Bowl. They kind of fucked over New Orleans. 
the, the refs been fucking over people for the past, let's say, five years. They need to clean out the, the, the referees and put new ones in. Yeah, they, they're, pretty, they're pretty fucking bad. Because, you know, when I saw that episode of uh, with Joey Diaz with that guy uh, for basketball, the referee. Oh, Tim, uh, Tim Donahue or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me who's playing, and I'll tell you who's going to be refereeing. Or you tell me, I'll tell you who's something, something like that. Mm-hmm. You tell me who's playing, and I'll tell you who's going to be refereeing that game. And if he can sit there and do that shit, <laughs> what's to say that's not the same thing that's going to be going on in uh, uh, football? No, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, like I, honestly, I don't give a shit about like it's and the Raiders are going to Vegas. They suck this year. I haven't watched a fucking football game all goddamn year. I haven't. I may be, I may have to become a legit Texans fan, because I used to be an Oilers fan, but then they fucked over Steve McNair when they went to Tennessee, and they fucked over Vince Young because of fucking, uh, whatever the fuck his name was, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher's a piece of shit. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm sort of a man without a country is when it comes to the NFL. Look, man. Like I can't. I know. I know it's a shitty ass team, but Redskins. Redskins is my team. Yeah, I know they're shitty. They got something, but they can't do whatever it is to make that work. Yeah, and I can't. Every time I watch it, it's just, well, it ain't the quarterback. It's the fucking offensive line. Yeah. Or, you know, something. Or it's the quarterback. It's not the line. Yeah. They can't get the shit together. It's, it's just like when, I mean, say for instance, what would have happened if Colt McCoy didn't get or fuck his leg up or ankle or whatever? Yeah. Well, Colt McCoy was a decent quarterback. I mean, he came out there that one particular game and he was making some, some plays. And then the next game, he gets injured. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had that look. With the Redskins, this uh, yeah, I know it goes back further, but in recent history, mm-hmm. it goes back to that RG three draft when they picked up Robert Griffin the third out of Baylor. They picked him up, so they wouldn't have to draft a line. Like you have to build a line through the draft usually. They picked him up because he could scramble, and they were like, "Well, if he can run, we don't need a line because people won't blitz." Like, no, motherfucker, it's professional football. You need an offensive line. So they need to do something with their recruiting staff. Yeah. Yeah. You know the reason why Tom Brady's been the greatest quarterback in the fucking history of the NFL? Because Bill Belichick continues to give him a line. You ever see how much time Tom Brady has in the fucking pocket? Here, not to say that he's here not lately. T- here lately, they they they. they, they no, I know. He's been breaking down. I know, but I mean, he's also forty-one. Now, I'm not talking about him personally. I'm talking about the, oh, line. the line. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and yeah, he's he's a talented quarterback. He reads defenses really well. He gets the ball out fast. He's got decent arm strength. He's a good quarterback. But he gets way more time. Yeah. Especially considering his running, his his fucking uh, skill players, his wide receivers and shit. Like, look, man, I'm not trying. I don't want anybody to think that I'm racist. 
But for the last six years, his slot receivers have been short Jewish dudes. <laughs> his slot receivers are like five, six Jewish dudes. <laughs> and they be killing people. Because he can drop that ball. Yeah. I mean, they can catch, but they're not the fast. Julian Edelman is not that fucking fast. Wes Welker is not that goddamn fast. Like, Well, it goes to Belichick. They got a plan. Oh, yeah. No, Belichick is one of the greatest coaches. He, he, well, fuck, not one of. He is the best NFL coach that's ever fucked coaching the NFL. But, like, look, man. His line, his, his schemes, all that shit. They've done a fucking great job. They've made football boring as fuck because, you know, like the NFC East. That's the other thing. Is, is the AFC East. Is terrible and has been terrible for 20 fucking years. The Jets ain't been shit for 20 years. The Dolphins ain't been shit for 20 years. Buffalo ain't been shit since Jim Kelly. Look, that division, they might as well just gift it to the Patriots. They win that division every fucking year and they only, at max, they have to play one road game in the playoffs every fucking year. At max, they have to play one road game because they win that fucking division. Tom Brady got injured. Matt Castle won 10 games in that shitty-ass fucking division. And you see what happened as soon as he fucking left, left New England. What the fuck is Matt Castle? That division makes superstars. I could go and quarterback for the New England Patriots right now and win a game in the NFC East. They are fucking terrible. But AFC East. I keep saying NFC. AFC East. The AFC East is fucking terrible. They're terrible. So he never has any divisional competition. He never like he never has to worry about missing the playoffs. At that, they never had to play the fucking first week. When is Tom Brady ever like this mother? Come on. It's fucking crazy. But anyway, yeah, that shit's happening tomorrow. We know the commercial's gonna be whack. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry. I I'm just waiting for the I'm waiting for the second half of the NBA season. I don't I don't really give a fuck about football. Uh hopefully the fucking World Series is is something I can watch this year. I, I didn't watch any of the games last year. I usually watch a couple games of the World Series and the playoffs, but for some reason it just wasn't wasn't in me last year. Well, this year for me at least, um, I'm getting off work earlier, and I'm able to catch more shit. And with this move, um, I could see more. You know, it's because I mean I'm gonna be getting cable. Oh, nice. Because I mean that's included with everything. Oh, okay. I mean that's and glad you said World Series, and also mm-hmm. I want to get back into looking at hockey again. Yeah, you see, know? that's the thing is after I went to an actual hockey game, I don't like watching on TV anymore. It, well, true, true. I like being like. Like baseball, I much prefer to be at the games, but I can actually watch baseball. I can watch playoff baseball on TV. 
like early season baseball. I can't because the game don't mean shit. It's 162 fucking games. <laughs> but still, <laughs> I mean, it's just like saying the the first uh, five games of the football year don't mean shit. But technically, them games mean shit. Well, no, no, no. I can't watch preseason football because preseason football means absolutely nothing. Um, but football, there's only 16 games. So all of the games really do yeah. mean something. I see you yet, but man, it's like it's a hundred. Like I can't watch the first, like the first three months. Like I watch Laker games. I watch like people that I'm fans of just because I'm interested in seeing it. Mm. But fuck, up until like halfway until you get to like the forty game mark in the NBA, mm. them games don't mean shit. Except in the West. Eastern Conference. You got to take out what it means shit. It's just, hey, you got to get a game on, man. Because in the, in, the, in, the, in the Western Conference, the separation between the number two seed and the number eight seed or number 10 seed in the West is like four games. In the East, there's three teams under 500 in the playoffs right now. Them games don't mean fuck over there. Them first 40 games. Don't mean shit because you know the first, you know the top four teams in in the first twenty games of the season. They not gonna move because the bottom six are shit. The Eastern Conference is a fucking disgrace to basketball. A <laughs> disgrace to basketball. It is. It's so trash. The East is so trash. Next year they're gonna institute a rule that is the top sixteen teams. There's no longer going to be East Coast, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. Because too many teams have better records in the Western Conference for fucking four shitty teams, four below 500 shitty teams in the East to be able to make a playoff spot. While if these other whatever teams were in the Eastern Conference, they'd be in the top of the fucking division. Like, it's fucking crazy. Now, mad I'd be if I was in the Western Conference and I was 10 games over 500 and I missed the playoffs. But some team that's fucking 39 and like 50-something or 39 and, and 48 or some shit like that gets to go. What the fuck are we playing for? Got a point. Nigga, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm fucking, if I'm whatever, if I'm the Mavericks or whatever and I got a fucking winning record and I'm looking at the fucking... At the Charlotte Bobcats. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'm 10 games over 500. You five games under 500, but you get to go to the playoffs. You get them extra playoff checks. Fuck you. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Nah. Alright, so that's the that's the sports talk. Fuck the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. You know the moon towers. Uh, oh, you don't. Well, they roasting. They got free. They, they, they got free pig. Oh, nice, nice during the game. All right, so we're buck forty three in. So I'm gonna try to keep this under two. Okay. So uh, we're gonna run this uh, voicemail that we got on Monday. Uh, looks like it's from. The hashtag. Oh, no, it's from Hooks Road. So, uh, yeah, we're going to run this and uh, let that rock. 
would it look like Chuck and Germ? Man, so glad to have y'all back on the air again. Just finished up listening to Chicken Titty. And, uh, you know, me being from Hooks, Rose, and Spices, you know, I know what to do with some chicken titties. Breast, that is. Or uh, legs and thighs, leg quarters, whatever it is, I know what to do with it. Man, this is Jared, your boy, one half, hashtag Blackout Podcast. And yeah, man, listening to the show, uh, interesting uh, talk about what they used to say on TV back in the old days, Archie Bunker, uh, Fred Sanford, et cetera, et cetera. It's wild, man, but that's how they felt them days. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was uh, calling them out on it because, I don't know, society was different, I guess. Uh, unfortunate, but true. Um, you know, depending on the circumstance, depending on the situation. But it is what it is, man. Uh, yeah, and, you know, R. Kelly, uh, he's about to go get the chocolate factory. Uh, you know, he's about to go find out what the real chocolate factory is all about when he gets to jail. Uh, he's going to learn what Bill Cosby's getting, you know, what his pudding getting popped and all that. Uh, maybe he'll get a piece of chicken thrown at him, too. Anyway, no, hey, man, uh, appreciate the love on Hook Shrubs and Spices. You can actually check out our site. Uh, it's a Google website, www.hookshrubs.com. Uh, Just look up Hook Shrubs and Spices on Google. You should be able to find our website and also our Etsy page. Also on our website, you will see uh, a link to a couple of different things. Landman Smoker, which we are an ambassador for, and also Thermalworks, thermometers. Let me tell you, man, the thermometers are the best in the land, the best meat thermometers you could think of. Oh, so y'all check me <laughs> or the smoke like I have. So, yeah, y'all click through there. Get some of that for yourself. Uh, you know, click through the link that we got on there. But anyway, man, hey, you know, we definitely appreciate it. Glad y'all left that lemon pepper. Maybe I'm going to make a lemon pepper hot. I don't know. Uh, you know, Do like Chris, Rick Ross has some lemon pepper wet. Uh, but, yeah, glad y'all love it. Um, thanks for pushing the product. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, you know, I'm going to continue to show love to y'all and uh, try to push out y'all's uh, promo codes, as many people as ask about buying something. So anyway, I uh, hope you all doing well. Take care of yourself. And I'm blacking out. Before I black out, though, we need to get you all back on the show at some point in time. You know it. We know it. Black-a-ca-ca. <laughs> blacking out. Peace. All right. That's Jared. Hooks for with spices. Yeah. So uh, go and check them out. Listen to the hashtag Blackout Podcast. That's the homies. And yeah, we definitely got to get back on the show at some point. That was a that was a fun episode. We we was clowning on that motherfucker. But um, yeah, out there with meat thermometers, sponsored by Usher. <laughs> hey, he, he got the hot meat. <laughs> Probably do that in March, man. What? We'll get shit set up over there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But you got to have the internet over there, though. Um, once again, I got to gotta see how much that's going to cost. Yeah. What is that about? Well, actually, because that's South Austin. They might have Google Fiber. Google Fiber has better prices. And they do got Google Fiber. Yeah. They have better prices and better internet. So I guess I I think I got I'll talk about it after this. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, go fuck with them. Listen to the podcast. Listen to a podcast. Listen to our podcast. Look, man, we just here talking shit. And I know normally, you know, there's a lot more jokes and a lot more bullshit. But I just had some shit that I had to get off my chest because I've been watching this shit, trying to digest it, trying to understand it, trying to figure out where motherfuckers are coming from. And yeah, it's just something that I realized. Motherfuckers ain't shit. That's basically what it come down to. And, and you know what? If you feel that way, cool. Whatever. Do you. Don't bring that shit to, to, mm. to people. If you ain't done shit, don't, don't, don't talk about what motherfuckers need to do. Yeah. Please. Don't want to hear that shit. You know, so yeah, salute to Mike. Run the jewels. Can't wait to wait for RTJ four. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And shout to Soldier Boy. God damn it! For, I did, it, it, hey, you a silly ass nigga, but you trying? That's all I can. Th- yeah, <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> look, man, the man's got a point. He is the father of a generation of rap. He is. He's the original. Please the original. There ain't no Tek- Oh, that's what I forgot about. Takashi 69. All of years ago, I'd say it because I called it with 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 Triple X. And I'm sorry that, that that a kid that young got shot. But seeing how this man was living, talking all that shit online and still going out in the public, like, you know, ain't nobody can touch you. Get touched and you got touched and you got killed. And I'm not happy about that. I'm not saying that, you know, me saying that he was going to end up dead before he was 30. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like, it was, nah, I'm not fucking Nostradamus. Nigga, you talk a bunch of shit to people. And you do it publicly. And then you go out in public. What the fuck you think going to happen? Yeah. I said the same thing about Takashi. And now he is in the feds. Singing like a jaybird. Yeah. Because they got him with nine and now he's... Yeah. Yeah. They threatened him with 50 years. And he snitched. And he was going to snitch. I'm sorry. That nigga had rainbow colored hair. Rainbow fucking... <laughs> like, got six nine on his face. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, nigga, I can't go to jail. <laughs> I'm going to get rent. <laughs> They're going to be saying Treyway, and it's going to mean something else. Yeah, all three of those fans. <laughs> bang, bang! <laughs> Shit. Yo, man. Like, look, man, who the fuck? Like, seriously, did, you, did, did anybody not see this fucking coming? That shit is crazy. That ain't gonna snitch. Shit. Damn. Of course he's gonna snitch. Run around like he ain't no real gang. Like, come on, man. With this fucking home. Man, these motherfuckers ain't no real gangsters. Of course they not real gangsters. You know what real gangsters don't do? Crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because they do a gangster ass shit. They can't go out and tell everybody. <laughs> Me and my crew, we got the picky with the nut. Like, no, nigga, stitch your ass down. Like the fans don't have fucking don't don't have a fucking Spotify account. Get like, the fuck out of here. This shit is crazy. Come on, come on, man. Yeah. So yes, of course he fucking snitched. He snitched 
Like he on first 48 and he's sitting there with a cigarette and a Coke. You know he told. <laughs> you mean you snitched for Oathman Feast? <laughs> yes, this nigga snitched. Of course he snitched. Like Jeremy said, he has 69 tattooed on his face in three or four different spots. Like, come on, man. Oh, we know what you like. like <laughs> this, this man, he ain't that club fed. God damn it. The tax evasion. He is he is in, as they said, in half-baked and rape you in the ass prison. <laughs> All right. Fleece Johnson, right now. <laughs> the booty warrior, right now, is knocking over a liquor store, hoping he becomes six <laughs> now. <laughs> now we can do this the easy way, or we can do this the hard way. I want you, and I like you. <laughs> All right. <sighs> okay. Good. <laughs> That nigga gonna hit the cell block. He gonna swear Bubba Sparks buying him. Cause the mom gonna be like, I found you, Miss New Booty. Booty, 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 booty. He gonna get that nigga ass. your face <laughs> you to braise your hand a pigtail <laughs> go ahead and put this shirt on <laughs> gonna be dry you're gonna be behind him like wagon train on bonanza Chong, get him. <laughs> round him up dun, 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 bonanza <laughs> that's just fucked up man <laughs> You're going to have all these motherfuckers that's passing them around talking about some Treyway. <laughs> Treyway! It's my turn. Treyway! They're going to be pressing him. going to be pressing him like Terry Crews in motherfucking Friday at the next. <laughs> mm, fresh fish on the line. <laughs> Oh, I mean, shit. I'm a boy, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Not today, nigga. <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of tenderizing meat, hooks your rubs and spice. You know what? We talked all that fucking black empowerment shit. Fuck that shit. The name of this episode is going to be Treyway. And when you see the fucking cover for this shit, it's going to be crazy. Uh, it's going to be some of my best work, nigga. I'm telling you this right now. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we had a buck fifty-five. Uh, we gonna go ahead and end this shit. We did the shout-outs earlier, so ain't no shout-outs. Um, but yeah, you can leave us a, a voicemail. Uh, just check the website, check our Instagram, check Twitter, whatever. 
Follow us. Rate, subscribe. Do whatever the fuck normal podcasts tell you to do when they try to promote themselves. Um, actually, let me, let me, man, yeah, fuck that bullshit. Um, but yeah, look our shit up. Follow us. Holler at us. Um, and yeah, just in general, fuck with us. Um, I don't know. I ain't got shit else. Uh, Jerm, you got anything else? Uh, All right, man. Let me go ahead play this motherfucking get the track going. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, don't be a dick. Fucking be good to each other. You know, nigga, don't drop the soap. Don't do none of that <laughs> shit. Trey White! <laughs> <Be> out. <laughs>